this was such a like kumbaya episode. I didn't even think of an audacity. But don't worry. We still got the president in the office for a few more days. So this nigga still got the audacity. You still you okay, let me wait. Let me introduce the segment properly. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is your host, Anika. I don't have a adjective. And this is your thirsty host, Brittany. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. She thirsty in a real thirsty sense, not and not in the thirsty, thirsty sense. I'm water in. Oh, for today? Period. Yeah. I don't think I did either. I feel kind of dry myself, but you know, more water, more problems. So I'm gonna sit here without having to get up. How you been? Oh child. Working is the ghetto. And I'm tired. You told me you got up at five thirty today. What time did you go in? Five o'clock. Oh. Yeah. I just want y'all to stay at home and wear your mask. That's it. They didn't even try they made sure that your lunch break was outside of the twelve hours. You didn't even get to have five to five and a lunch break somewhere in between there. God damn. I am exhausted. Like, and I've been going in. Ooh, excuse me. I've been going in at five o'clock for like the past three days, but I have been working at I've been working six days. So I'm tired. So yeah. I came home and got me a little quick nap and now I'm back up. And I'm going to go right back to sleep and take a nice hot shower and go to sleep. And be back at work at five. Yes. Well, wow. Um, I don't, I'm because I can't even imagine. I was just thinking, saying to myself, I think I was talking to my sister how when I was on all, we was on all that overtime, I was thinking like, just be grateful that you have somewhere to go into and get the overtime. I wish I could take on that mindset now because that's what I would definitely be more appreciative. But wait, but five o'clock in the morning, hold up, that's something else. Yeah, and you know what? I definitely have been saying that. Like when I get up, like instead of just saying, I'm so tired, I'm so sleepy. The first thing I do is just say thank you because, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> like right. I could not, not have a job and no income. And so while the overtime is available and while these nakers are not, Hmm. wearing their masks and stuff I'll just be getting paid but I would like to say uh, underpaid and overworked is exhausting Ooh. did I say that right? underpaid and overworked yeah uh, anywho how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm just still, I'm okay with my regular degular heartburn but you know did you get your locks retwisted? They're really cute. Girl, let me tell you. So, no, I didn't. This has been twisted since November, early November. But what I did do, and I'm going to put you on game here. I'm going to put all y'all hoes on game. Yes, ma'am. There is some, <laughs> you know, I have to laugh a little bit because nobody's going to believe me. There is some <laughs> edge control that they sell at Dollar Tree. That works really well. And I put this edge control on earlier 
and it really just straightened my edges out to make it look like I got a perm, but sis don't got no perm. Yeah, it really, your baby hairs are laid, like for real, for real. And this was way earlier. My baby hair don't listen to nobody, not even their mama. So I'm <laughs> coming like a little, I'm going to show you. It comes in a little jar. It's called Lusty. It's on the Urban Isle. My sister. Ain't everything in Dollar Tree Urban? Yeah. I mean, Family Dollar? No, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree? Dollar Tree? Yes, I said Dollar Tree. You heard Family Dollar because I said Edge Control, so you tried me. Dollar Tree on the Urban Isle. It's a little bitty little thing of Edge Control for $1. And get y'all some. Baby, I'm finna slick this bag like a motherfucking coffee. You hear me? <laughs> I don't know why Shanta was perusing in Dollar Tree looking for edge control, but I only went because I was advised to. So, Listen, y'all, the way her edges are really laid, I'm finna go buy all the lusties at the bin. <laughs> and it smells really good, too. So. Come on, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree coming up, though. I love me a good Dollar Tree run. But I just have, I beeline for just what I need because all that extra shit in there just drives me nuts. But I just, you can, it's some jewels in the Dollar Tree. I'll say that. It is. Yes, it is. I love to peruse the Dollar Tree. I spend like 30 minutes in Dollar Tree. Sorry. Well, Maybe having some cute home decor stuff sometimes. Well, okay. Maybe in your area. I just, I try to get my paper, my, 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 my Sunday paper. And get on up out of there. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. So today, first of all, can you believe that we've been doing this podcast for a year now? I can't believe it. Happy anniversary, girl. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary to BGM podcast. I can't I can't believe it either. It, It seems like but you know it kind of seems like we've been doing it for two years but at the same time it went quick yeah. i can't really explain it and i think that's due to this musty ass pandemic year but yes uh, started off as a thought and we just said fuck it let's do it and here we are i like to notate that you blink uh, 50 million times and i would just like to know <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we just wanted to discuss one thing I like to do at the end or the top of my year. Sometimes I do it on my birthday. Um, what I like to do is like do a self-assessment of the things that I learned uh, throughout the year and how I can elevate and navigate through those things and unlearn some stuff that I thought I had unlearned and like let it go for real for real. So I just wanted to do this with this episode and like discuss some of my favorite um, topics that we went through and what meant the most to us and what we learned from that. And yeah, so I have three favorite episodes. I can just, we can, you know, ping pong back and forth. But um, in the very beginning, we always said that, oh, this episode is my favorite episode. This episode is my favorite. We said it literally for like 15 episodes straight. (laughs) so one of my top episode is the episode with Claire Mm. and if you have not um, listened to that episode um, we talked to Claire about spirituality and we talked about 
we talked a little bit about quantum physics and we talked about her growing where she was and what, what religion was that? Hebrew, Israelite. She was a Hebrew Israelite and we talked about how she was able to grow out of that and find her own spirituality outside of religion, like how she's grown as a mom and growing as um, an entrepreneur. And one of the takeaways I took away from that episode was there's still so much growing I need to do in my spirituality because I think that I'm doing the hard work now and I am doing the hard work now but it it get a lot deeper than just crystals and meditation and manifesting it's a lot deeper than that so that's one of the things that I want to focus on this year is getting back to um journaling every day reading every day you know making it making it a focus for um expanding my knowledge can I ask you a question? Sure. Getting back to what, um, just a quick little therapy session. What pulled you away from those things? Have you identified that? Life and the hectic, the hecticness of life, like literally. And then I would, I'm not going to say being lazy because we talked about being lazy, but I would just say like a little form of procrastination as well, because uh, one thing I did have an epiphany about the other day is um i am fearful but not fearful of failing i'm fearful fearful of what success looks like on the other side and that sounds really stupid because like girl you could have been making some money but i'm just scared like will i be able to maintain and keep this up because i have not seen anybody in my family do that so being the first person to you know have some some success with the you know business or whatever it just the reality of that scares me so you know hearing you say that sounds completely ass asinine because i know what your capabilities are but i'm not you but but at the same time it makes me motivated to say you know what hearing her say that me repeating that and i know somebody could be thinking the same thing like girl just get over it and just do it so i'm glad you actually said that because that was actually a big motivator for me just because hearing it just sounds like okay i won't say that because i know that even though i might feel that way that's that's not true because i'm telling y'all Brittany is talented and thank you also full of shit but i get, <laughs> I get and i am too so anyway yes go back to you back to so, you one of the things to answer your question even further one of the things that I, I noticed that hey i'm scared i'm fearful one of the things that i'm going to do is i'm going to start like um getting back to my affirmations every day um making time to i'm going to do a social media detox probably at the beginning of the year and just focus on me and focus on the goals that i have like make little rewards for myself okay if i do this then i can do that if I do this, then I can do that. Then I'm going to start, you know, um, another gratitude and another prayer journal because I definitely is, I could, I could be a lot more grateful for a lot of things, especially in the year of 2020. And I've been blessed. Like my lights are still on, still got food in the refrigerator, still got, you know, a car, money or whatever. It may be a little tight, but I'm still, I need to be more grateful for the things. So then I can, when I get the bigger things, 
I can be grateful for real, for real, for real, for real, you know? So just praying and then expanding my knowledge and getting outside of the box that I am in because there are some things I'm still like, um, hold on, hold beliefs onto. And it's just like, but girl, why you feel that way about this way? What's triggering you about that? So that's what that episode taught me. And I'm, I'm grateful for that episode. I love that episode. Yeah, I like that one too. But my episode, one of my favorite ones, I don't, I'm not going to say this is just one of them because I actually have four. <clears throat> is um, I still really liked the episode. Um, what was it called? It was, maybe it was called Shred Season or maybe that something season with Brandon. Oh, yes. That was still one of my top episodes because I felt like we all just did, we all collaborated so well together on that episode. And I felt like it was very refreshing to hear like truth, heart talk from a man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just, you know, basic stuff that sounds basic to us, but in, in our real everyday lives, it's like you're not hearing that. So I really appreciated his input on that. And also that episode still is so funny to me to say like so many gems and that I remember listening to that at work and just cracking up, but just really being like, yeah, this is really just so true. Like listen to my podcast. Don't worry. Um, you hosts could never, but that was, <laughs> my, my, <clears throat> excuse me, my favorite episodes, especially him talking about therapy and, um, just his his input on things anyway he also he brings a lot of character to whatever he does so shout out to brandon um yeah that was that was another one of my favorite maybe not number one but it was it's in my top four so for sure i forget nothing okay so another uh, it, it was a tie between these two episodes to be honest my other favorite episode is the episode we did with daisy and where Daisy talked about um, being an entrepreneur and stepping out on faith. And now she has a business where she is selling seasonings and kitchen appliances. Like she's getting ready to come out with the uh, Dutch oven and she has like the mitts and stuff and, you know, just like kitchen accessories. She thought she just took that and Oh, excuse me. I don't know why I had acid reflux. Brandon, cut that out. Um, huh? Um, what'd you say? I gave it to you. I gave you the acid reflux. Oh, that's what I was saying. I thought you said <laughs> um, How she just stepped out on faith and started her business and now, like, you are it's clawing each other's eyes out trying to get some deaths of daisy seasoning and how she was able to build her brand what literally seems like overnight but how she was able to stay consistent with building her brand and um empower women essentially and one thing she said that she really liked that she was doing was being able to put people back in the kitchen and create you know family time and sitting down at the table and eating dinner if you have a family or whatever, or just getting getting involved with being back in the kitchen. Like one of the one of the things we said in that episode, just like I never seen my grandma cook no nachos. Tacos, right. 
that was such a big deal to us. Like, wait, that nobody. <laughs> Right, like I don't, I don't think my grandma ever made me a taco or a nacho or nothing like that. So just like getting back to being domestic and being into the kitchen. Um, but one of my biggest takeaways from that episode was when I asked Daisy, um, "What helps you stay consistent?" And she says that she does not want to have to worry about money. And right. I, I literally after we stopped recording that night, I took a dry erase market and I wrote it on my bathroom mirror so I can see that every morning. I want to be consistent with anything that I do, with any business venture that I have, because I don't want to worry about money at all. And so that's a blessing to be able to say that, especially in the middle of a of a motherfucking, you know, panoramic. <laughs> um, so like, she's just a story of good faith staying consistent and fucking hustling for real for real like that episode made me realize like we are surrounded by a bunch of dope ass women and i'm so glad to be in that number even if i'm you know just a small small speck of a number but i'm glad to be in that number um yeah Brittany literally stole everything i was gonna say my second one i was gonna mention was daisy that was um another one of my favorites she's just an inspiration especially knowing her um, a little bit before um, she was able to launch, you know, or before we even knew that she was going to, you know, launch a seasoning business and just, she was always, always been very driven, always been very dedicated to, you know, whatever she was doing, but to actually kind of see it manifest like, oh, she's cooking and now she has seasoning. Now she has this. And it's just like, I don't, I'll, it, it just makes me like, well, what's your excuse then? Because this girl did it. She, you know, she didn't let any excuses or anything get in her way. And like Brittany said, one of my biggest takeaways was, you know, when asked, you know, what was her motivation? And she said, the, you know, not having to worry about money. And I'm like, that is so cut and dry because. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Like nobody wants to worry about that. But yet, like a lot of times, I don't feel like we use that as a motivating factor for us to not be in the same situations, you know, or a better situation. And then we were this time or that time like it's nice to have to be able to go in your account and like um if i didn't really want to spend the money but it's not that i don't have it i have it and i'm not gonna be you know affected adversely by it like i'm gonna be fine so that really did something to me um yeah so that was another one yeah well another one before you get into your other episode since we shared that one um, one thing that made me realize about that episode is like, I need to start, stop spending. If I don't want to worry about money, then I need to stop spending like shit that doesn't matter and stop spending frivol frivolously. Yeah. Um, I just need to like buckle down. Like, no, I don't have to order anything from Amazon this week or next month or <laughs> whatever. Like it looks appealing, but I don't have to have it. Like, so it just, that, that just one sentence was just like oh okay that's it that's that's literally it that's it that's the answer yeah and I, yeah that one that that one really resonated with me um yeah just because it was so plain and, and and straight to the point like Brittany said um another one of my episodes that was my favorite was <laughs> i like the episodes where we just had a good time like there are 
going back through our catalog, we talked, discussed a lot of good gym from Law of Attraction. Um, we did seasonal affective disorder. We did so many things that um, it's beneficial to, I mean, even if you know about it, just, you know, to hear our points of view on it. Um, growing in marriage, we did a lot, but I, the ones that really resonated with me were the ones that I was able to be the most relaxed and I like to laugh. <clears throat> so my next episode goes to, I forgot what it was called because I don't see it in our list, but the one where um, my sister was on, Shanta joined us and it was just, we just had been talking about so much serious stuff. We just wanted a break and my sister cannot, for those of you who knows her, she cannot be serious for a minute. And we just did a lot of would you rathers and asking questions. And it really was just a good time to the point where I realized like, I can't listen to this one at work because I'm actually dying to sit here and hold these in. Listen, that episode, I think I listened to that episode maybe six or seven times. And each time my shoulders was up and down, up and down. I was just, yeah, that one, that one, it didn't really, it wasn't, it, it was meaningful. It wasn't like meaningful content per se, because it was nothing to get out of it. But it, what I got out of it was, a fun time recording with my sister. Right. Carefree black girls. Carefree black girls. Exactly. Exactly. Say no more. That's exactly what I got out of it. And it was hilarious. And it was candid. And I love being candid. Um, we need to do another episode like that. That was that was fun. I need to find somebody. Like, who else is, who else would be fun to do that with? Somebody just silly and don't hold no bars back. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, was that your... You didn't say three. I said three. Uh, and my last one that I I kind of went with stuff that really was meaningful to me. Um, and so one, I, after I listened to it over again, it was a tie between, I want to say this was two different episodes. I can't remember for sure. But growing in marriage, and did we do an episode? Oh, it was a growing in marriage episode and stop before you get married this is shit you need to know before you get married episode um i don't think we did that one. i think that was might be a what we did a wedding woes okay yes that's the one i'm talking about yes so the wedding woes and the uh, growing in marriage episodes it just made me realize like uh i'm a totally different person in my marriage now than i was when i recorded this and even though it was a short time ago i'm just uh, i'm a totally different person I need to go back and listen to that because that's very interesting you say that. And it just, it, it made me a little bit more wise. And if I could go back and add anything to like growing in marriage, um, I would say just like picking my battles because I'm a person who can be very combative sometimes. And I can be combative because, you know, I wasn't listened to as a child. So I know that as an adult, no, you're going to listen to what the fuck I got to say because I'm going to say it. And you're just going to, eat eat it however I dish it to you and that's not nice it's not it doesn't add any value to my marriage it doesn't uh make things pleasant or polite and so I just have learned now to pick my battles like when my husband gets nitpicky or annoyed about shit I just be like oh okay and just like if I know that I'm right in the situation and I just I'm a, it's it's not always about being right all of the time. So um, that was the episode I was like, 
You get you get a little bit better. You get ten percent better every day. One percent better every day, girl. <laughs> so yeah, I need to go back and listen to that one. I actually will when I um, do some cleaning up. Um, my last two is actually me and Brittany are the same person, but so we have ties. My last two are the setting boundaries episode and mm. the that we that what was it the one with the excuse me out the um. The one we did da, 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 with Ebony Hines about um, therapy mm. for us. I like both of those episodes. For one, <clears throat> I'll talk about the therapy for us. I feel like it's important for us to have therapy and just hearing from a therapist and hearing their points of view and being able to ask some questions that um, I have not been able to get asked a therapist that I was interested in. Um, therapizing me I have not got to do it so I, I was happy to hear from her on that and I just you know it was great for her to share her knowledge on you know what she does and it's, it's I learned a lot I like I learned you know um, about why she prefers to work with kids I learned also that um, it was something in there that she said oh about like when you know, when you're finished with therapy, her answer was different because I, I wasn't expecting that, but, you know, still learn something there. And then the setting boundaries episode really resonated with me because I hear a lot of people and people, meaning family and friends, continuously cross lines that don't exist, but should exist all the time. And it bothers me because I realized that I am pretty good with setting boundaries for the most part. And so to hear people that I love not have them set or not even realizing that they weren't set, even worse, it's just like, well, you can't do that. There was like a stopping point before they got here. Like, you can't do that. So I felt like it was just, you know, we just needed to discuss, this is, this is where my cutoff is. This is what I will and will not accept. Um, so that one really resonated with me because as good as, you know, usually I am with setting boundaries, I know I can still be a little bit better because and like I referenced in that episode, a lot of times the people that are closest to me get lots of passes and maybe I'm not even realizing that, hey, a boundary needs to be set here. You know what I mean? But it's always easier to see somebody else's like, hey, so you being walked all over or, you know, that's too much. And I, boundaries are a big thing for me. So I don't care who you are, grandma, mama, daddy, just because you didn't set boundaries with your mama, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm going to set mine. So those were my last two. Yeah, there was a, some good points in that episode. And I, I should have went back and listened to that one again, because that's something I struggle with the setting boundaries. Like, I run a lot better, but I need to definitely established like one thing that burns one one of my boundaries is if you text me can you greet me can you text me yeah like, that burns me up i didn't sleep with you last night that's what the old folks say don't i ain't sleep with you last night why can't you say good morning to me <laughs> you know i've had to actually get better about that you've actually helped me because i'm just i'm such a straightforward person when I say something, I'm not I'm not disregarding and saying, "Hey, bitch, I don't care about you." It's just like that's just what came out, but it it, right. no, it comes across as rude, and you know it is. You got to start off by saying "Hey" or "Hello," and I've gotten a lot 
better with that in general, especially with other people, just because yeah. nobody wants to just be like. And my main thing for that, my main reason, like, why I be getting, uh, like, like, damn, like, you can't say, cause you don't know what type of morning somebody else is having. Like, yeah. they might not want to get straight to business. Like, they, you know, may have a death in their family. They may, whatever, like, just, hello, how are you doing? Even if you feel like it's fake. If you feel like it's fake and you don't want to do it at the time, just come back when you feel, you know, when you want to do it. But it just... I don't know maybe I'm just being sensitive but that's just when I'm like hello how are you and like even if I text somebody and I say something before I greet them I'll be like oh shit my bad good morning how are you, you know good afternoon how you doing or whatever I'm sorry so yeah that's just I need, I need to go back and listen to the episode again because you did drop some gems on the episode I want to say one of my honor honorable mentions is the episode we did with Whitney the bomb ass mom episode um because we talked about how it is as a black woman being being in an industry where it's so whitewashed in the macrame business and then to follow up with that and then do the Beyonce effect episode with Whitney again when we talked about (laughs) um you know how Beyonce literally changed her business around within overnight literally and how it feels to be in an industry and how we are so like uh in a generation where we can't wait for shit now and amazon has really corrupted that for all of us and being able to want your handmade pieces as soon as you push the order confirm button um and you know still being still being in an industry where, like I said, being in an industry where it's, it's whitewashed, number one, and then, you know, all these white people jumping on the bandwagon when it's Juneteenth or whenever, like, when all these protests and shit were going on, and then a couple of weeks later, you don't see this shit no more, and then here they go, oh, I'm trying to support black businesses, but see how they do this, or, you know, stuff like that, so that's, that's one episode that really uh, made me figure out like how I want to run my businesses. Like, yeah, it would be nice to have, you know, biz, you know, white people buy from me, but do I feel like it's a necessity? No, I don't need that. No, I want to cater to people who want to support me and look like me and love me for who I am. And I'm not some black bitch two days later when you don't like my customer service response. Right, like I listen. I take anybody's coin. I'm about because I'm about mine. But at the same time, my business is gonna be for my people. If you choose, right. to, that's cool. But I'm not gonna cater and kiss white ass because their dollar spends better. No, we got the same dollar and we spend more money, way more frivolously. Tbh. Yeah. So, you can take your ass right back to uh, Jeff Bezos and whatever he can get you from China overnight. He can get it to you. Okay. But yeah. Well, so the next thing we're gonna talk about um, how we what we've learned about ourselves. Yes. So do you want to go first? Yeah. I just have like three little things. Okay. Not a whole lot. Um, I'm gonna start with the lightest thing first. I'm gonna say the first thing <clears throat> I've I've had to learn about myself with this podcast is being okay with my voice, and that is in two different ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Being yeah. okay how I sound phonetically over this 
contraption. Yes. <laughs> this was so cringy hearing it like, who is that? Why is she so country? God damn. Um, so you think I, you country for real? You thought you were country? Yes. No, and, I thought I was way worse than you. I'm okay with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say you sound, you sounded like how you sound to me, but I sound like, ooh, you know? So I was really like, I had to be okay with that. And like the first, I probably say it took me like three episodes to like, okay, this is what it is. You're not getting a different voice. This is what you have. Um, and then also when I say my voice a second way, is just being okay with actually what I'm saying to you guys without like, well, should I say this? Or is somebody going to judge me for this? So just learning to be okay with my voice physically and um, my, my opinion and, you know, just standing by you know what i think so that's yeah that's one way what about you okay so um three things that i've learned about myself is why i am huh still when i think we were going back and forth oh i'm sorry okay so one thing that i've learned about myself is um i need to be more soft as a woman and uh not be ready to fight everybody all the damn time because mm. uh like i said earlier like i do have defenses up and i have them up for a reason but you know the people in my circle and the people who are around me genuinely love me and support me and they're not doing any you know they don't want to see me with any hurt harm or danger and the people that do want to see that they are so far out of the realm of Disney, they can't even touch me. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing that I've learned about myself this year. And it's okay to be, you don't have to be defensive all the time. It's okay to let your guard down and just be, I, I, I truly want to, truly want to work towards being a carefree, carefree black girl this year. Like, I mean, next year coming up, like, yes. I really want, I really want to do this. <laughs> Oh, we need to do an episode. What does that look like? That come on, content. Hold on. Don't worry, I got. I'm gonna get us there. What does okay. that? Carefree okay. black girl. Yes. All right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That's thinking to do. Okay. Um, another thing I've learned this year about myself is that I really like to curse hard and be vulgar. <laughs> There's a lot of fucks and shits and things like that. And some did say we was, you know, we was kind of raunchy on here. And that's perfect because <laughs> our audience is very much so, listen, you either like it or you don't. And I that's just how I, that's who I am. To tone that down would really suck because then I'm not being who I am. Brittany knows, <laughs> I can imagine I say stuff and you spit out your drink or laugh so hard. I'm just being, I'm just talking to you having a normal conversation because I like to curse because I feel like curse words emphasize what the fuck I'm trying to say. Um, also that, so it's helped me get away from, and not that I've had it so much, I think just being grown and, um, has helped, but also just getting away from the Christian persona and no offense to anybody that's Christian, but the Christian persona that was kind of shoved down my throat for so long and coming into my own realizing hey that's not me that's not something that i want to identify with i'm just going to be who i am genuinely 
you know, and focus on the things that are important to me instead of following um, these set of guidelines and I feel a lot freer. So Okay. One thing that I've learned, and I'm going to say this for the both of us, that we don't realize the potential that we have to reach other people and make a change in other people's lives, whether it's small, big, medium size. Like, as I go back and listen to like the back end of our podcast and look at the stats or whatever, like, we're almost at 5,000 listens. Really? Yeah. And then, you know, that, that sweet comment that somebody left us the other day. Yeah. Um, they really touched my heart. And I think we were just doing this. I'm going to say for me, I, I, st- I, start, I wanted to start this podcast because I just needed another outlet. And I needed another outlet with a friend, my best friend, and somebody who thought like me, but then also had opposing views as me and we I think we were both in a space where we wanted to learn more and get into spirituality a lot more and it's just so refreshing to be able to touch other black women who are looking for the same thing yeah I I would say for me it was something that you know obviously it was some you know something you brought to my attention you wanted to do and at the time I had been listening to, I was kind of still relatively new and listening to podcasts and discovering what content I like to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I, it was just more so me coming in and like, oh, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll do that with you. But then actually doing it, it was like I was almost fearful and dreading it just because this is not, I'm very much extrovert. I mean, introverted. So this is not my type of thing at all. But it really started to feel like therapy and like I'm having a conversation with my friends, but yet somebody might hear this and could benefit from it. And then to actually, you know, get reviews and tips from people and saying that, you know, this helped them. It's kind of like, really us? Right. What I say, you know, I'm just, you know, talking my normal bullshit. So yeah, I think that, yeah, I, I for sure take for granted the fact that we have this platform and have a voice to say what we want to say, but still just, it feels like a regular conversation with mm-hmm. my friend, but then also a therapy session. So I'm grateful for that. And it's also opened doors for us. And, you know, we've gotten to meet some pretty dope people along the way with doing this. So um, I'm super grateful. That is true. Um, My last thing, a little heavy, but I realized doing this, so I majored in psychology in school and I've always thought myself as pretty same person. So when it came to therapy, I always felt like, you know, that was for, other people like not me but doing this podcast made me realize because at certain points different things were brought up that may have been like triggering but not like necessarily in a bad way just like hey that's something that I need to think about or you know something you know I hadn't thought about just realizing that I have deeper issues than I thought to dissect when I do finally get into therapy because I've been talking about this for a whole year um and it's not just like super i just realized that i've really normalized a lot of things that really were traumas and just like oh that just happened and it's Mm. like the shit that that just happened that is not a normal occurrence and how did you deal with it you didn't you moved on or you did some i'm tough shit right having to deal with some of the effects of that and just so i just want to 
denormalize, unnormalize, whatever the word is, some of the hurtful things that's happened that I'm considering normal. And it's just like, oh, this is just another bump in the road. And yes, could be another bump in the road, but it's not a fucking normal thing. And it, it causes you to have resentment and things that, you know, go unaddressed and then they come up elsewhere. So this has made me realize like, okay, I'm not just going to therapy to get it to, for maintenance. I'm going for actually fit. Well, I, I, you know, I could be, you know, worked on. So it's not just a checkup or maintenance physical. This is a real thing. So, yeah. I'm glad you said that because that made me remember a conversation you and I were having and we were talking about like some of the trauma that we had had in our childhood. And of course, I was talking to you about mine, and then you were like, well, you know, yours was a lot worse than mine was, and then you gave whatever example you gave, and I was just like, Mika, this still traumatizing, just because you took it to the chin, that was still traumatizing. You were like, well, no, I don't really look at it that way, and I was just thinking like, what the fuck is wrong with that girl? This shit was traumatizing as AF, like, but I'm, I'm glad you realize that yeah for for sure and i'm just like it made me if anything kind of have a tough exterior and be like well why can't you deal with it and it's like everybody can't deal with shit the way you deal with it and maybe the way you dealing with it ain't a good way to deal with it so just sitting here thinking about thinking quietly to myself about what i've learned that was like my number one thing that was actually the first thing i wrote down i was like damn that's hurtful but it is true so Mm, that's that's deep girl yeah it is that's why i had to say the last okay well the last thing i have learned about myself this year um i am who god says i am and i am nothing less than that and i can't allow my anxiety and my depression um convince me otherwise I can't let those intrusive thoughts break me down and make me feel less than because I'm worthy of whatever the fuck I say I'm worthy of and whatever God said that I'm worthy of and I'm going to get whatever God is going to give me and I may not get it in the time frame that I want it but guess what it's going to be mine I'm going to have it and that's on period too. I was about to say period yes yes love it yes so i'm glad we had this conversation mm-hmm. as usual this was enlightening and it making me just want to hug you i'm so but yes so um this that's one of my favorite things to do is just give a self-assessment and it's helped me along the way and sometimes I write it down sometimes I just mentally um go over bullet points you know a couple times out the week or whatever whenever I decide I'm gonna do it but it's really helped me and that's one of the things I'm gonna take to therapy when I start going back again um because it's hard to go when motherfuckers got you working six days a week yeah I'm gonna, I have to get in therapy like soon. I keep saying that, but I realize another thing that I do realize is as much as I say I want to start therapy, there's some part of me that I've just had to be real with myself that's fearful of just having to do the mental work of 
it's kind of like you tell a kid to clean up and they go put stuff in the, in one place under the bed but you actually need to pull it from the fuck under the bed and put it where it needs to go so i just am having a hard yeah. time gathering that and putting mm-hmm. it where it actually needs to go because it's fine under the bed but it's, it's not it's a great analogy because i had to do that with my child this past weekend i cleaned my room up and i went in that room and baby she was everywhere to me <laughs> That reminds me of a quick story, y'all. I think Brittany knows about this, but I had a cousin and we were really close. We were like a year and a half apart. And my mom had instructed us, or no, my my stepdad has instructed us to clean the room up where we were playing. We Cool, we can clean it up. I was about four. Next thing you know, I was like, she said, clean up, get all this. They said, clean up, get all this shit off the floor. We throwing toys out the window. Do you hear me? Everything must go. (laughs) Garage sale. The man at the bottom was like, hey, hey, we like, and my Amelia Bedelia ass was like, you said get it off the floor. (laughs) You said get this shit. So by any means necessary, get this shit. Dead girl. Moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm traumatized. I probably was like, we just went to the park. I probably got my ass beat, but I don't remember her. That girl got a whooping for throwing her leapfrog at the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the neighbors. Like, why are you, you got kids throwing shit out the window? What the fuck is going on? I'm pretty sure I led I led the way with that. Like, nah, we can just put it out here. What? This, see, this is why y'all don't need to leave y'all babies alone by themselves. <laughs> As I leave mine in the room. All right, talk to you later. I'm going to take a nap. Bye. <laughs> I know I, I'm I'm if my child obviously got my you know jeans, I'm gonna have to watch. That girl just, threw her damn Legos at the window, child. Okay, I, Kobe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Do you have audacities this week? Cause I don't have any. Damn. This was such a like kumbaya episode. I didn't even think of an audacity. But don't worry. We still got the president in the office for a few more days. So this nigga still got the audacity. You still, okay, let me wait. Let me introduce the segment properly. This is a segment of the show. We like to call it niggas ain't got shit else. They got the what be? Audacity to make my ass itch. Ooh, that girl gonna make me have a Braxton Hicks tonight. <laughs> Lord, please. I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry. Okay. Just leave that man alone. Just leave him alone. He gotta get out of here. He just he got to. He doesn't have a choice. Just let it go. You know what? I'm not. I had a blessing this week. Maybe he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna get him no odds. Fuck that man. Just, just leave that man alone. I'm saying, just get out. Go to bed. Go to bed. Leave that man alone. Just leave him alone. Okay, fine. No audacity there. I was going to go in on y'all orange-ass president. But, you know, it's fine. He'll be out soon. And I hope that I, I just, I can't, I hope that they watch, I hope they let us watch his pimp pack his shit up. Bye, wig. 
What do you get in big feet? Get get out and take your raggedy bitch with you, even though she don't really live there. She already gone. That girl said she got in her damn budget uh rental truck and got on down. This is not for me. Wait, I was trying to be Russian. That didn't work. We're gonna do an episode with accents. That's gonna be the next one. I gotta get my shit together. Yeah, I don't have time. I won't be available for that episode. <laughs> you did that one by yourself. <laughs> you really don't have time, but I got all the time. Mm-mm, I don't have time. You don't want to be from Australia? No, mate. I love that. That's British. <laughs> they got tired. Let's move on to the stone of the week, child. <laughs> Okay, if we must, whatever. Okay, so this week we are going to talk about the Free Night Stone. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, I took my daughter to one of the crystal shops we have in town this week, this past week, and there was a stone that I was really attracted to. So Anika and I were going to go kind of back and forth with this stone, right? The information I have about this free night, it looks like it's like a green in color. Not like a lime green, but like a pale lime green, if that makes sense. Like a soft apple green. Yes, yes, like a soft apple green. I was drawn to it for whatever reason, um, but it is a stone of dreaming. It's believed to increase the power of your dream state and strengthen lucid dreaming and promote communication with other plans of existence. It's also the stone of prophecy and is used along with indigenous, say the word, indigenous, I can never say the word. Ooh, I didn't, they didn't teach me that one. I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-S, oh, N-O-U-S. You know, like uh, Native Americans. Oh, indigenous. Indigenous peoples of South Africa. <laughs> And it's funny that I picked this stone up because when I went to the, uh, it's like, a, it's a crystal shop and a metaphysical shop and because they have like uh, candles and herbs and stones and all that kind of stuff. I, when I initially went to the crystal shop, I went to go get some mugwort and uh, mugwort is an herb that you can smoke or you can seep as tea. And I sleep it as tea, and it helps with lucid dreaming and vivid dreams and all that stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. Like, what is my, what, what's, what's the spirit trying to tell me? Like, do I need to get into my dreams a little bit heavy? Like, what's in there that I need to know? If I was going for this and then got a stone that also aids in that. Get in your dreams. I think I lost something in there. I need you to go get it back. I got it. Figure it out. Get deep in there. Um, um, yeah, what Brittany said, um, I also noted that this stone was the stone of unconditional love. And it says that this stone is also the crystal to heal the healer. Mm. And also says just like it, it enhances precognition. So it's on that, um, you know, deeper realm of thinking and inner knowing. It also, I remember... Um, saying it looks like jade 
but it's funny enough because it, they said in China it's often referred to as grape jade, and that's because of the the um what is this the I don't know how to say that word, but the formations and often it it resembles like a bunch of grapes, so they call it like a grape jade. I thought that was really oh. interesting. So um, yeah, it's green. Also in this stone, I just looked this up, there are like specks of black in it. And this what is the black in free night? And it also has black tourmaline in it. And we've talked about black tourmaline before. And it's a powerful stone for protection against negative energy of all kinds. So it's kind of a two for one. Oh yes, I like that. Yeah, that that I did say something see something about black specks, but I didn't keep going. But yeah, that I actually I'm gonna tonight. I'm gonna look and see what crystal shops in my area because I could definitely benefit to, you know, go use some since I'm in a new area and don't know what's around here. Um, but yeah, that is free night. Um, Do you have any announcements for this week? I ain't got no announcements for y'all. Um, I don't. I have any announcements. Do you have some? Yes. I will be a guest on the Live the Vibe podcast. Ooh, come on. And it is with um, therapist Chris Robbins. And so I would love to have her on the podcast, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, I want to get out of therapist. We can though. <laughs> on BGM. But yeah, um, so as I have more information about that, I will, you know, let you all know. I'm very excited and I can't wait to collaborate with her. Very exciting. When is, so when is that going to be? Uh, we're recording Sunday. Okay. Um, actually, I do have an announcement. I don't know if we haven't solidified it how long, but um, I did want you guys know that we will be taking just a short break to kind of get our content together. Exactly. Um, be tired and you know it's the end of the year a little bit we'll, we'll be taking just a short little break and we'll keep you guys updated and we'll make sure we keep the um instagram page updated and for some new um things and ideas um content we want to talk about so that was my enough. yes okay guys well without further ado we'll see you later we're taking a break We'll be back with season two. <laughs> I guess that's what we're going to call it. I don't know. Shit. Okay. Long as hell. <laughs> Y'all got a lot of episodes, okay? And it's about time for this thing to be funded. Listen. 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 Give us, Lord, send us some structure. Send us some content. Send us a manager. Send us some funds. Send us some commas. Send us everything. Send us some listeners who want to send us some emails. Yeah, send us an email. I wasn't going to read y'all like that. I was going to let y'all <laughs> get away with it this week. Just interact. Can we interact together? Because I promise. You know we need to do a better job with interacting with them. That's true. That's true. I can say that. We do. Well, I take that one. And when we interact, it'll, it's going to be fun because it's going to get really interesting up in here. I will say that. Right. When her antisocial ass start interacting with y'all and y'all don't respond, that's when I'm gonna let her loose. Get juice. <laughs> don't let me loose in here. Y'all better have talk to me. 
You're right. We can't do a better job of interacting um, with you guys since Brittany likes to interact with people. Okay, guys. Well, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.